Hello everyone and welcome to the new series of Coding Institute podcasts, Catching Coders. I'm your host, Megan Armstrong. I'm a careers counsellor and the careers content executive here at Code Institute and I'm going to spend my time picking the brains of some of our wonderful students, alumni and even staff. I'm passionate about helping people explore their curiosity and I'm a huge advocate for positive, focused personal development and career well-being. I hope to create a positive, friendly and career-focused environment here that helps listeners relate and benefit from this career content. Career changers can tune in and use these stories to feel part of a community that are making similar decisions and have found solutions here at Code Institute. The journey of change and decision-making can be made much easier through hearing from those in similar positions, working through change and overcoming the obstacles that seem so daunting when you're facing them head-on. We want to help turn that doubt into motivation and success, especially as career changers. We are going to be joined by a host of guests over the next couple of weeks who will share their stories, tips, journeys and insights into their lives during the diploma, after Code Institute and their new life after taking the plunge. Thanks for tuning in and if you have any feedback, suggestions or even want to volunteer yourself to come on for a chat, please feel free to pop me a message on Slack. So I'm joined by two guests again this month, and these two guests have been nagging me for weeks to come on. So I said I'd finally give in. (laughs) I'm obviously only joking. It was probably the other way around. Today, I am joined by the two legends that are Jade Gormley and Jade McMeekin Quinn. I highly doubt any current Code Institute learners won't know Jane or Jade at this stage. But for those of you that don't, Jane is the captain of the careers team and the director of employer engagement. And Jade is our fabulous careers coaching executive. Jade, Jane, Jim and myself make up the careers team here at Code Institute and I know what you're thinking. I do need to change my name to something we can with a J, but we are working on it, I swear. (laughs) Um, This episode will be a bit different because obviously all my previous guests are Code Institute alumni, so I thought it'd be fun to finish off the season with something new and change it up slightly. So a massive thanks to both of you for taking the time to join me today. Um, I've been really looking forward to this episode and I know it'll go down a treat with our listeners too. So I'm going to pass it over to you both to introduce yourselves. So Jane, I'll go to you first. Hello, Megan. Um, so, look, thank you. Lovely introduction. Um, never called a captain before. But I'm <laughs> um, so, look, I'm Jane Gormley. Um, as Megan very nicely introduced there, I head up the career supports. Um, and my official title here is Director of Career Services, which um, I'm sure we're going to talk a bit more about what that means. But uh, I get people jobs. <laughs> thank you, Jane. And Jade, what about yourself? Um, hi everyone, hi Megan. Um, I am a careers consultant here in um, the careers team. So um, I uh, focus in on students um, and uh, having consultations and making sure that students are very well prepared for their um, job search. That's a Great. brief description. <laughs> yeah, perfect, because that is actually one of my questions, so you can get into it a bit more in a right. while. But um, so I suppose, first of all, a lot of you might not know, but Jade and Jane are both career changers as well. So my first question to you both is tell us about your career before Code Institute. So, Jane, I'll go to you again first. Yeah, great. Um, so as most career or as most students or career changers know, this is something that can um be as long as a piece of string really if we were all to talk about <laughs> all of our jobs before but um but to summarize like I've been working in recruitment for over a decade um I did as you said go through a career change um what feels like a very long time ago now and every time I tell the story it feels like further and further ago um <laughs> so uh, I do understand it can be a really daunting but it's also a really exciting point um and I think that that's something important to note 
in this conversation. Um, but when I stepped into recruitment, I started working with a really superb Irish recruitment consultancy and ultimately grew to be a director there. Um, so during that you know that period of my working life um I got tons of exposure like both to tech to people hiring patterns um and practices like all over the world like we did some really interesting programs internationally um and really just I loved it and I loved it from day one when I was first given my headset um and I still love it today but really working with the candidates is kind of the, the main piece so uh, you asked me there, like I began working with Code Institute about four years ago. I joined with the remit of setting up and developing the career supports function. Um, that was back in 2019, I think. And look, every year has seen big growth, big changes um, and ongoing sort of support functions. So looking forward to explaining that a bit more. Brilliant. Thank you, Jane. And Jade, what about yourself? Um, so I guess um, I'll start kind of back in New Zealand. I'm obviously from New Zealand. You can tell by my accent there. Um, I studied graphic design in university um, and worked sort of in graphic design and preprint production um, in New Zealand before leaving to travel. So that's kind of 23 years ago. Um, so when I arrived in Ireland, it was Celtic Tiger, worked in hospitality for a bit, and then I got into working in HR um, and worked for sort of a food business in Dublin, um, sort of responsible for training and recruitment there. Um, and then we opened a, a sort of a, a family business, which we ran for 15 years. Um, so COVID sort of changed everything for us there. So, um, you know, gave me an opportunity to think about what I wanted to do. Um, and I guess that you know, when combining sort of the, the, the uh, you know, recruitment kind of HR side of me, as well as the creative sort of side of me and linking it all together with, you know, what I love doing most, which is dealing with people. So um, I got this really awesome opportunity to join Code Institute and it's a really nice way of linking all of those skills together. So um, yeah, and that's been since December, end of 2021, I started remotely with Code Institute. So I suppose the next question is to elaborate a little bit more on what your actual role with Code Institute entails. And Jane, we'll go to you again first with this one. Um, yeah, of course. So the look, the, again, there are so many elements to this, but ultimately um, all of the activities in the team tie into helping graduates get jobs and get jobs in the tech. So that involves multiple kind of daily activities um, and on an annual basis, a huge amount of strategic planning. So as we grow in, you know, multiple different regions um, and expand there, you know, not just our numbers, but also the, you know, how the product is delivered um, and the different components to it. Um, really the careers team focuses in on our career accelerator program, um, which, you know, as Jade was kind of discussing there, it, you know, it helps you get ready on a really practical basis, but it also helps you build your confidence over time. Um, and each person we work with is unique. So we're all moving through this career accelerator program, um, but it all ultimately links into building really firm relationships with tech employers. Um, and those employers are literally based all over the globe. So, um, on, you know, on a, on a regular basis, of course, we are delivering coaching sessions, we are delivering recruitment events, um, and we do that every single week. So it's a very, very kind of hands-on role. Great, thank you, Jane. And Jade, what about yourself? Um, well, my title, as I said, is Careers Coaching Executive. So my role is, you know, the most important part of my role is career consultations and dealing with students 
on a daily basis. I'm having sort of 30 minute meetings with students to hear and listen to their stories, coach students through preparing their um, sort of career documentation, as well as listening to those stories um, and offering guidance um, and, and sort of coaching to, to, um, to people making these really brave decisions and changing what they're doing. So um, I think that the career support is um, an invaluable part of of the Code Institute program um, and is really important to sort of run in parallel with, with, the, 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 with the training, with the tech training. So um, yeah, I mean, my job is, is vast. I do lots of different things. Um, I do presenting of content, and, you know, meeting new cohorts of students, um, you know, and uh, it's uh, always interesting and always dealing with really, really um, positive kind of stories of change. Yeah. And that's actually, that's something that I love about the career stream is that every day there's something different, you know, it's, there's nothing tedious about working on the career team because it's always great to hear all these different stories and, you know, the positive feedback from students and like, obviously Jade, you probably work the most with learners one-to-one, but even to, to kind of be like, oh, I had a meeting with this guy last week and he landed that role we were talking about. And it's just, it just always puts a pep in your step. Yeah, absolutely. But my next question is, um, I don't want to use the word favorite. So the way I'm going to swing it is, who is a member of staff, past or present from Code Institute, you would like to give an honorable mention to? And Jane, we'll go to you first. Ooh, tricky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously present will be excluders, obviously. Um, so, oh gosh, okay, you've put me on the spot here a little bit, but, you know, again, obviously the most of my, I suppose, awareness and focus and energy is around people's career journeys. Um, and, you know, Jade mentioned there about change and, you know, change is not an easy thing. Um, change is something which disrupts. So I think when it comes to careers and lives, this is something that often very understandably people kind of avoid. But it, the more you see other people doing it, the more you realise how you might do it um and I think when it comes to kind of content and telling those stories actually a, a member of the team called Dara he works in marketing he produces a lot of content and um, like video content predominantly not exclusively but um so there's often been times when he's been working away in projects which obviously I haven't been aware of and then suddenly up pops this wonderful video um usually on LinkedIn or YouTube or somewhere um or sometimes more embarrassing on someone friends Instagram page um, <laughs> He goes, is this you? Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, when he, when I see how well he has managed to get people to tell their story and explain that narrative um, and, you know, leave together in a really short video, just this wonderful story of someone's success. Um, I love that, you know, and I think that it kind of of all the things that go into somebody changing something that that some of those little videos really summarise really yeah. beautifully um so I really enjoy them so I guess um well done Dara <laughs> actually it's funny that you said that about a friend coming up on friends Instagram or something like <laughs> when, when I first did the ads with Dara they were just internal ones and thank god because the first ones I did I was like a mute like I couldn't everything was just so <laughs> monotone and then I had to do the ads that I knew were going to be seen by people and I was like okay 
you need to pull your socks up here and Dara was great like he made you feel really comfortable and like it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's grand like we're just in a room we're just having a chat it's fine but then like those videos went up and they never come up on my socials but I was in like a like my local coffee shop one day that I go into all the time and the lady was serving me and she was like you're on my Facebook last night I was thinking <laughs> it was you or do you work in tech and I was like oh my god I want to die <laughs> <laughs> but there you go look it's a parallel story with you know you being nervous about doing video and someone just showing you how it can be done and you know it's an exact replica of maybe some of our maybe some of our listeners some of our current learners the you know the want that's in them and just yeah. not knowing exactly how to take the first step um which look at you now faster brother instagram oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway and jade what about you um well, as we're recording this in a, a room and my friend is sitting beside me here, um, it's I'm going to turn my back. But Jane, Jane is um, my positive <laughs> inspiration always. Um, and very much, you know, the, the way that she can build relationships and open conversations is just an extreme talent um, and definitely somebody that I admire a lot. So just really intelligent, really generous with her time, a great mentor and has the best laugh of everybody <laughs> in the Code Institute that always brings a smile to your face. So thank you, Jane. Uh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> so if you don't know, we're recording this on Zoom and I have FOMO because Jade and Jane get to hang out in one room and record it together and I'm in a room on my own. But anyway, I'll just pretend that's why I didn't get called the favourite Jade, but whatever. <laughs> I'm only joking. It's very deserved. I have to agree. The next part, so that's kind of like the intro, just to give everyone kind of a little like snippet into you guys and your roles and everything you do. And I suppose my next question is more about like us as a team and things like that. So my first question is, what is your favorite thing about working as part of the careers team? And now I'll I'm going to split these questions between you, but for this one I'll go to both. So Jane, we'll go to you first. Um, so my favorite thing about working as part of the careers team is obviously very much the outcomes you know the big wins across this company are when you see people's successes um, and look not everyone's success is the same success so really how I recognize that is when I see progress so like you know I've said this before and but I honestly really love recruitment you know from as soon as I started working in the industry and I think it's really important that you feel that that way about it um, I also recognize it's not easy and it is, you know, the, the recruitment journey is full of complexities. It's full of like daunting moments, um, tricky conversations. So when you when we start seeing a learner's confidence grow, um, we see someone's view of themselves as a developer progressing. You know, it's a when they start seeing themselves as a professional member of the tech community, then you know that that click moment has happened. That person is going to be able to navigate themselves. And ultimately that's what matters. You know, we're here to guide, we're here to advise. We have any amount of really focused recruitment support um, opportunities and job opportunities. But, you know, we must all navigate ourselves in our career. And, you know, I feel when I see that progress happening, I know they're on the right direction and that, you know, um, they're going to be okay you know they're going to get mm. what they want from this um, so when you see that moment I think that's what makes me really 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 happy oh that's a nice answer Jane <laughs> Jade can you top that one 
no pressure. Um, okay, so my favourite thing, um, I have a very student-facing role, you know, so for me, it's it's people. That's my favourite part of it. Um, every day I'm meeting people from different backgrounds, different countries, they're living in different spaces, um, all achieving, you know, wonderful things. So, you know, I guess that it's about making the commitment to try something new, to embrace change, um, and that requires bravery you know mm -hmm. and what you notice is you know I can sort of meet someone for a consultation and you know that we work through the documents and what have you and then when it comes down to it we just have a little chat at the end and it, it can be a discussion about lack of confidence that's holding them back they're not sure if they can articulate their skills in the right way or how to believe in themselves and can they achieve their dreams you know so I guess that um the part that I love the most is being able to sort of allow someone to to um, acknowledge that they have these skills and to see the good and to see what they can achieve. So that would be on a daily basis something that I love absolutely the most. Yeah, it's probably so nice as well seeing that, you know, that lack of confidence change into like a bit of self-belief, like when they're going for interviews or if an interview goes well and it's just kind of giving them that little a little boost that they need it's like once one thing starts going right and you start believing in yourself that's when that's when things start to change yeah well, I mean the attitudes and the behaviors you know when you're going into a job search are hugely important whether or not you're the best coder in the on the planet or whether or not you know you're not it's those behaviors attitude the motivation you know and that um just really sort of positive um attitude that you can can get you a long way you know, so yeah, so, um, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a great it's a great part of of my job is is luckily you know that sort of daily contact with with people. So this question, I'm going to go to Jane. Um, apart from career support, what do you think is the most valuable support for learners in Code Institute, and why? Um, okay, so this is you know, are there any easy questions here, Megan? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> so look I obviously again our team's focus is on you know job change career longevity employment and um, and as a recruiter we definitely know that a, a key part of that is having a network you know that's a massive support um you know and what Jade referenced there in the one-to-ones that we conduct um you know we can give people guidance there is a science to getting through a recruitment journey um but, you know, the, I suppose the belief in yourself and understanding that that doesn't mean you have to do this entirely by yourself. And certainly this can be made a lot more enjoyable and a lot more fruitful if you will, you know, join in with a network. Um, so we see like across the team, we would see that sometimes people are very nervous. And as their, you know, as the confidence grows and they kind of lean into it a little bit more, that network becomes a key instrument of success. So my answer to this question will be community. Um, and, you know, the, the community environment here on Code Institute is so buoyant, it's so friendly, it's so supportive. There's like a ton of online and in-house events that happen all the time. Um, and there's a whole team there who are kind of really busy making sure that people are getting used to engaging with other developers, getting feedback. Um, and it comes back to that word of like, again, I suppose, with progress mm. that we are, you definitely see yourself progressing once you have a community around to sort of move along with. That's the thing about um about the community. It's such a it's such a positive space. I always I like my favorite day is a Friday afternoon because I see the the Friday wind post coming through and it's just all these lovely stories like down to someone 
getting a new puppy or landing a job or finishing their first project and it doesn't matter how big or small the win is everyone still gets the same praise and it's just it's so nice to see how supportive everyone is on there and it it's like it's so easy to be yourself and come on and ask a question or you know answer a question because you know that everyone's just so positive and kind but I would have to agree with you on that one Jane so question three is for Jade in your opinion, what is the most valuable thing for learners to do when beginning the job search? Um, okay, so I think that make a plan, you know, make sure that you've got some really strong, well-prepared docs, you know, that you've got a really great CV and that you can very easily sort of tailor for particular, uh, particular applications that you're making. Um, a really good cover letter. Um, that very clearly sort of articulates your story and your, you know, your tech skills and why you want to work for that particular company. Um, as well as, you know, Jane touched on it there, network, you know, and how important it is to research the industry, build a network and see where you want to be placed within this new space. It's all good and well to kind of go, I just need a job, any job, I just need to get a start. But sometimes I think you have to be a little bit strategic about it and it can make that search a little bit easier. If you've researched into, you know, strengths that you have um, from past careers, as well as the new sort of technical skills that you've acquired throughout the diploma, it can make you a very well-rounded applicant for, for many different sort of spaces. So it's about kind of targeting, I guess, um, you know, um, targeting different companies, building research, you know, sorry, building sort of knowledge um, of the industry um, and, you know, having a bit of a think about where it is that you want to be placed. Um, the more we engage the, and connect, the easier this process becomes. The other thing that I think is really important um, is to make sure you keep coding. You know, like if you've sort of waiting until you finish your diploma in order to start this process of, of um, applications, um, you know, you'll be all sort of well prepared and everything, but obviously you're going to perhaps have a break in your coding. So to keep coding, join a hackathon. We have amazing hackathons here in Code Institute. We run them every month. Um, and um, it's a fantastic way of getting some great collaboration experience before you step into a development team. So, um, you know, that's what, what I would advise. Don't allow those tech skills to sort of, you know, go to sleep as it, as, as it is, you know, when you've, when you've graduated. Keep active um, within the space of coding as well as building knowledge of the industry. Great advice. And, and Jade, in your opinion, what, when should learners get involved with Guru's team? To begin like that job search um i would recommend that that learners get involved from the beginning you know as i mentioned earlier you know if you can start working through the career supports in parallel with your course it's a really nice way of being able to ensure that you're well on track for the ultimate goal which is to secure a job within tech that's your goal as such so you know don't leave careers till the end don't leave it until the end because I know and I look I know that people are busy you've got full-time jobs you're studying you've got families you know there's a lot of other things going on but you can dip in and out of careers as well you know you, you're enrolled on the careers hub from day one so you've got always got access you can come along to some of our live content if you if you have the right time if not they're all recorded um so in order to um, set yourself up in the best possible way for making this a smooth process, I would very much say engage with careers from, from, from day one. Thank you, Jade. And Jane, for listeners outside of Code Institute or new star starters, like how can learners get involved with the careers? 
with the career support yeah so um so that Jay's given a nice overview there that there's actually lots of ways so just to be really clear um you know the this entire program is devised with a, a career change or a job change is a huge part of it um and we we're aware particularly online and in a kind of a flexible environment it we want to keep that as flexible and as accessible as possible so like firstly we have we have a careers program built into the course and um, so as soon as you're enrolled you're going to have access to a like a, a really extensive suite of different services different um video content um on-demand resources so you have everything from day one um but really importantly we run two or three live events every single week um and you know this is something that if you plan it well and are realistic about the amount of time nobody expects anyone to put two or three extra hours a week into a career change that's but how you can best support yourself through this is to dip in and out of those career supports that you know that the most difficult thing to acquire sometimes is a network um mm -hmm. but there's actually one that you can just acquire overnight here so do dedicate some time to some of those employer events from early stages get used to presenting yourself you don't have to do anything you don't have to even speak but you get to listen and you get to observe and you get to get used to the language um focus on your recruitment documents like jade said earlier you know you you do there is a level of planning which is going to make this an awful lot easier for you and more straightforward um it's you know it's, it's really important that your documents represent you well so accept the support that's there access it book in for your one-to-ones um, and then to echo what Jade said that you know the hackathons are really important um, they are a lot of fun again you know and from a technical perspective give you a huge amount of experience and exercising those skills within a really realistic kind of team environment um, from a careers perspective these are things that you do want to be able to talk about at an interview you do want to have on your CV um, and particularly you know a common concern that we we receive when we're, we're, we're working with learners is um, just that, you know, a level of concern about how can they present themselves as a coder if they never worked as a coder before. Mm -hmm. um, and here's where we'll be sending you. This is what we are suggesting that you do. So, you know, you obviously need to be able to represent um, your interest in more than, you know, I did a course, you know, how you explain this to people is what's going to make a big difference. Mm -hmm. So you're going to leave here with loads of loads of ammunition around that and loads of evidence um, and, you know, significant confidence in talking about it. So, you know, there's a, there's a whole suite. Um, but really, you know, on an overall basis, trust the supports, you know, that they, they have been really well devised. They follow career coaching methodologies. They you know, encourage you to a group environment so that, you know, you have a community around you. They also invite you to one-to-ones. And at the appropriate time, you get one-to-one -one support and interviewing. You know, there's a ton of job applications you can look at. So don't rush this, you know, be realistic with yourself and be fair to yourself. There's only so much you can do at one mm. time. Um, so just make sure you're on the careers hub, make sure you join those community Slack channels, make sure you're aware of the events and that you do a little bit of planning in advance to give yourself mm. little targets and again that that word progress so you'll see yourself getting better at this yeah and actually that's kind of like with jade saying to get involved from the start i like i can't emphasize that enough like when you go on to the careers of like if you've just finished the course and you go on and you're greeted with all this content like you you probably will get a bit overwhelmed because you're like oh my god i have so much to do before i'm there so doing a bit by bit 
as you learn, it'll make all the difference. And also having your documents and stuff ready, like imagine a kind of a job popped up that's that's perfect for you, that you feel like you're the perfect fit for, but you don't have your documents ready. It's like you yeah. want to give yourself the best chance to get an interview to get in front of people here. So like, you know, have have yourself well represented and have all your bits in order. So you're good to go. Yeah. And like, look, to speak really straight, Megan, be a grown up about this. You know, mm. those miracle stories they're not that real you know <laughs> you know this is this happened because people maybe plan it and organize it and put the work in and um you know I think education is an incredibly important door opener um and you know expecting yourself to do all of this overnight is is unfair on yourself you mm. know that's not real life um but you can you know, you can plan this well and reward yourself and allow yourself to see this progress in a way which is reasonable um, isn't going to exhaust you. And again, I've said this loads of times, but it should be enjoyable. Like hard yeah. work doesn't have to be, you know, unenjoyable. Like the, the you know, the sense of satisfaction of getting on doing this well, the feedback from having good documents, the confidence that you feel when you're prepared um, doesn't take tons of time, but it does take a certain amount of maturity around mm. planning this and prioritizing it. So that would be what I'd say when I'm sitting down to do my timetable. Put yeah. in a few gaps here and there where you can you can keep up to date on this and get to know us. Absolutely. And Jane, is there anything exciting coming up in the second half of the year that you can give us a little sneak preview about? Anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it never stops. Okay, so uh, yeah, of course. So there are loads. So um, Look, a really big uh, piece of work that we're planning right now is Elevate. So maybe some of your listeners are aware of what Elevate is. Um, it's a it's a really significant event. So um, we've talked a lot about our regular events, um, but we have a big celebration every October where we will bring hundreds of our hiring partners, um, over a thousand of our learners. So you know, really active members of the community are all in one place at one time. Um, it's a it's it, you know it's a it's a celebration of careers and community kind of fair, I guess. Um, and the Code Institute is all about making sure that tech is um a career choice for many. Um, and what we want to do is bring the companies who are heavily involved in our delivery and you know our employment outcomes to be able to come and profile themselves to this community, talk about you know, really topical points that are going on in the tech industry um, and give everyone a, a really kind of buzzy place to be for the day where you can book in little meetings, network, talk to people, talk to each other, talk to us. Um, so it's really busy. It's really good fun. Um, and we're planning that right now. So, uh, yeah, it's been um, it's not on to October, but it is obviously takes a, a, a fair bit of thought just to kind of square off on who might be profiled this year. <laughs> so you can keep an eye on our I don't know our socials for that yeah and it's, it's funny whenever you talk about Elevate it, it sounds it sounds a bit crazy because it's online but it just works so well it works like, so well yeah yeah it's like really the breakout well, rooms the tech talks like all the different talks yeah. going out throughout the day and then also having the that opportunity to book those little 15 minute meetings it's like imagine being able to do all that and not have to leave <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was like we said earlier you know like the, the people who are involved from the beginning get used to this idea so if right now anyone's thinking oh my god there's no way I'd show up at an online event and start randomly booking in times people you will because that's what we all do all the time yeah. and enjoy it and you don't have to be ready in any way other than being interested yeah. you know that's the readiness um and honestly if you want to do elevate well if you're a current learner go listen to the podcast episode at Nula Greenwood 
like right. she couldn't That's have nailed true. it more yeah no. yeah but I know, we, won't, we won't give away too much <laughs> <laughs> um jade this one is for you what is the most memorable story of a learner's journey that always comes to mind um right <laughs> I, there are so many you know there are so many wonderful stories that i hear you know i think the ones that always stand out for me are the ones where you know people have sort of overcome these you know challenges right so for example there's a really wonderful uh, student that i met um who moved from her home country um to ireland and um, was learning obviously a new language and then decided that she wanted to wanted to change a career at the same time. So enrolled on the Code Institute Diploma, uh, worked really hard, worked full time whilst also studying throughout the whole process um, and sort of um, created an amazing portfolio of, of five projects, um, graduated and then enrolled into an amazing academy, um, a sort of a skills academy in a really big company um, where she did the initial sort of uh, three month program and is now employed in a full time position. So that complete change of um, that complete career change, you know, but also the dedication, the commitment that was required to do it. It wasn't mm. easy. You know, and it wasn't one of those ones. I know that we've got a lot of examples of students that have these sort of amazing stories where they've landed their first job before they've completed projects and things like that. And I think they're incredible. But I also think that the reality of this is it's not always easy. And I think that those stories that stand out to me are the ones where people have really had to work really hard um, in order to be able to make this a possibility. And it's worked out for them. Mm. So. I jump for joy when I see those, um, you know, posts on LinkedIn or get a private message mm -hmm. to tell me that they've got the job. So, yeah, that would be one that's an example of one. But I could go oh. on with loads of different amazing stories, but I won't today. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice that you said as well that not everyone's journey is that straightforward, that like they, they don't get a job immediately. They don't, but they put in so much work and, you know, to get to where they are, like that student you used an example, like, you know, learning a new language, moving country, changing jobs. It's like everything was changing. There was all these moving parts, but she still worked so hard and made it work. And it's just, it just makes it that bit more, I don't know, you just it just makes you smile that little bit more because you're like she really really deserves that and she worked very hard to do it so so my last question of serious questions then we have the the quick fire round um but this is for both of you what is your best piece of advice for career changers um, but we'll just keep it brief like something like punchy your best piece of advice okay so <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got to be realistic about this. I would advise everyone, push yourselves to within your reasonable limits. Don't apply crazy pressure um, and definitely look around you for encouragement. Look around you for where you can give encouragement because the feedback you get from that can be a real spike in your confidence. Um, but don't be comparing yourself from one to the other. Like you have no concept of what somebody else's speeds are, you know, the trajectory are what they're starting point or end goal might be um don't presume anything just keep the head down be organized be realistic and if you start not enjoying it like catch yourself <laughs> <laughs> there are you know hard work will have spikes um 
but the overall win is what you need to keep your eye on. And, you know, this is a very condensed program. A lot happens in a short period of time. So your next win is literally just around the corner. Um, so look, be realistic, have fun, make sure you're enjoying it um, and be prepared for, you know, a little less social life, but a lot more rewards at the end of this. Great advice. Thank you, Jane. And Jade, what about you? Um, my advice for career changes is, is do it. Give it a go. Break out of your comfort zone. You know, change is often really, you know, uncomfortable. And, you know, but taking that step out into an unknown space is the only way that you're ever going to realize your full potential, you know, um, and what you can achieve. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Be proud of your achievements and, you know, go for it. Make your make the make the step to um um yeah explore what your options are out there um and go for it yeah brilliant well thank you both for that lovely little note to finish on and now for the fun stuff I've forgotten that you've mentioned this before yeah I, I can I can see James <laughs> shuddering. <laughs> yeah. so look let's just blast through them there's six questions you don't have to think too hard about it. Bish, bash, bash, and we're done. Yeah. Okay, question one. We're just going to go Jane, Jade for each of okay. them. Okay. So question one, what is your favorite day of the week? Thursday. Jade? Friday. Nice. What is your death row meal? Wow, Megan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well... Oh, death row winter or summer would be the first sort of problematic part of this. So winter salad, summer roast. Nice. And Jade? Oh, sorry. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> summer salad, winter roast. I was thinking, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, this is judgment-free zone. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> and Jade, what about you? I think I have to choose, like... I don't know, sourdough pizza, I think, <laughs> from like a really gorgeous like pizza oven. I've been watching this documentary on Netflix and it's fantastic. It's all about pizza, but it's not like Domino's pizza. You know, it's like this incredible pizza that is made and, you know, the dough is made and, you know, hand um, kneaded and all of these beautiful <laughs> ingredients picked from a farm. I, I'd, have, I'd use pizza, sourdough pizza, hand-picked, beautiful mozzarella. Yeah, go for it. Nice. Um, I was on every day of the week instead of like death row. Yeah, sorry. Oh, Friday. Oh, okay, so question three. If you could live anywhere in the world for six months, where would it be? I think France, obviously, like most of the world. Or, yeah, France. I'm just back from holidays in France. So I'm obviously kind of still wishing that I was French and I could speak French and I was a French person. Um, but uh, anyway, I'll go back there sometime soon and wish out or live out this little wish. Nice. And Jade? <laughs> I think I'd go back to Bali. I think I'd go to Bali. Um, it's not too far away. So like my friends from New Zealand could come and visit me. My family could come from New Zealand as well. I could surf. I could swim. I could uh, be on the beach all day. And, <laughs> yeah, that's a good I, I'm, going yeah. Bali. I'm going to Bali. <laughs> Jade is like a poster girl for Bali. Like, if I can imagine anyone on the beach in Bali, it'd be Jade. Yeah, and you can do it remotely from Bali. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question four Do you have a nickname? No. 
<laughs> That's fine. We'll make one up for you, Jay. Don't worry. Uh, JD Mac is mine. My number plate on my car in New Zealand was JD Mac. So oh, impressive. That's mine. JD Yep. Nice. And what is your favorite movie? Oh. This is like, remember in France and she pretended it was dangerous liaisons. <laughs> it was like something really embarrassing. I can't remember. I must have thought it. Yeah, she used to pretend it was dangerous liaisons. Um, so, uh, Jaws. I always like Jaws. Yeah. Nice. But I don't kind of like top 10, I think, Megan. But no, I really like Jaws. I really like funny films. Um, but mostly at the moment, I'm stuck watching like Shrek and stuff like that because it's way smaller than me. He doesn't even pay the bills, but like seems to dominate the TV most of the time. So <laughs> if he looked at my Netflix account, it wouldn't really echo what I'm telling you now. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, Jade, what about you? No, um, I think that I will go to the thing that I watched last, right? And that I really, really enjoyed, which was um, um, a it's on Netflix now, but it's a documentary movie and it's called Deepest Breath. Um, it's done by an Irish filmmaker called Laura McGann. And it's all about free diving. Yeah. yeah. So basically it's like, it's all about free diving, which is insane. And then it's also about a relationship between an Irish safety diver and this Italian free diver. Um, it's incredible in many, many ways. Um but yeah, that would be the most fabulous thing that I've watched recently that I just, I, I loved. It was terrifying, it's emotional, and I learned so much about something I had no idea about. I yeah. definitely know I don't want to be, ever be a free diver. <laughs> <laughs> I really admire anybody who chooses to do that. Wow. Okay, that sounds good. I must check that out. Yeah, it's cool. And last but not least, question six. What is your favorite song? Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I love having that song to me. I love when it's that song. Fair enough. We haven't had that answer before, but I don't know if it will make the Spotify playlist. <laughs> Again, my Spotify playlist doesn't echo what I just told you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jade, what about you? Um. Okay, so I'm going back to my sort of island vibes. So I'm going to go and um, Fat Freddy's Drop is a New Zealand band. And- <laughs> really cool and they've got a great song called wandering eye and it just reminds Mm -hmm. me of being at home in the summer in new zealand you're gonna have to close on that now yeah Yeah, now wandering eye everyone has to go listen to that and happy birthday (laughs) to finish off the day (laughs) what's yours yeah oh you're not allowed to ask me questions (laughs) (laughs) megan um what is my favorite song Oh, I don't know. I've never had to think about it too hard. When I when I when I'm editing this, I'll edit in my answer and it'll sound like I answered immediately and had this prepared. Yeah, the answer. Yeah. Hindsight. Yeah. So that was brilliant. Uh thank you both so much for joining me today. And thank you for the great insights and answers and fun and yeah it was a great one to finish up on and I'm sure everyone else would agree um but yeah that is the end of season one I can't believe it we decided that we were going to do 10 episodes per season so don't worry you'll we will be back um we are taking a small break but there will be some activity on the channel for a little while but you'll see what's what they are they're just little bite-sized clips um over the next couple of weeks while we are changing things up a little bit we might 
you know make a few changes see how the first season went and go from there but thank you all so much for subscribing for listening for interacting for you know sharing everything I have thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed recording the podcast and thoroughly enjoyed all my guests and I'm already looking forward to getting some new guests on and maybe some new questions or a new take on it but yeah stay tuned and you will see soon um thank you jade and jane it was a pleasure to have you on for the last episode and i'm sure i will talk to you all again soon have a great week everyone i'll talk to you soon bye